0: podcast is part of the sports social podcast network
1: hey everyone my name is danilo petrovich i'm Ilya marchenko i'm danis kudla i'm evgeny i'm henry laksana i'm peter turepko and you're listening to the game to love podcast Welcome back, tennis fans. Here we are, and we have finally got a podcast coming to you guys after Roland Garros. Uh, We had a little respite afterwards. It was a very intense two weeks, wasn't it, JG? But Finally here to bring you our thoughts now that we've had time to absorb everything that happened. And uh well what an incredible two weeks mate I I absolutely I was stoked I mean sad you weren't there for the last little bit of the final but mate I'm sure mate, you caught.
0: Mate I'm devastated you might want to just check your mic quickly cuz not sure if it's going sure. through All right but That's um right, but literally for me it's just been a whirlwind the last few weeks have been incredible we've seen so much great tennis and a lot of people were disappointed I wasn't there for the final to see Djokovic lift number 19 It wasn't the ideal scenario for me. I was really big on Rafa breaking records, but you've got to respect it. And I want to start off this whole thing by just giving a shout out to all the Djokovic fans across the world for what their man's achieved. He is, I think he's sold a lot of people if if he hasn't already, because there's been, he's had a lot of doubters. A lot of people criticize sometimes the way he acts on court. They'll criticize the stuff he does off the court, but there's one thing you can't criticize and that's just how good he is at tennis. And, at the end of the day, there's not many people who are close to him. You look at the likes of Nadal and Federer the last, say, 10 years, and they've yeah. done good. I think has not really been mm-hmm. able to reach the levels of Djokovic the last 10 years. Nadal certainly has, especially on clay. We saw what he did to him in on Garros last year. But this yeah. year, um, there's no two ways about it. It was an absolute masterclass from Novak Djokovic. Absolute yeah, really masterclass. Was. He beat Rafael Nadal in the semifinals. Obviously, they met because they were in the same half of the draw. And what he was able to do to Rafa on clay and the way he stuck with him and fought through saving set points, may I I know, in that third set. Um, It just is bigger than tennis. It's bigger than ability. It just shows that he is, no doubt about it, one of the greatest sportsmen to ever live. And I think there's a lot of people now who look at Djokovic and they're going to be sort of classing him as the greatest of all time um we've all been guilty of it as tennis fans I think the ultimate message I want to give off to everyone is you've just got to accept that we're living in a generation and some of the tennis we've seen where everyone is just in and uh well these especially the 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 big three specifically that's what I want to talk about not really the others uh we're living in a time (laughs) where they're just better than everyone else and we just you need to admire it and rather than looking at each individual as oh he's my greatest he's my greatest now you just got to look at it as, all of them as greats and just admire yeah. what they're doing because I don't think they're going to have that long. We saw what happened with Federer today, lost in, in Halle, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Imagine him losing there. It's where he, he never loses a match. And oh, exactly. it is kind of like the changing of the guard where these big got dogs are losing these matches. You wouldn't expect them to lose. So we've got to just take every single minute and appreciate it because I'm not sure how long we're going to have. I really don't. I'm really not sure. The one thing I would say is the way Djokovic is looking, I think he's got a little bit more life than the rest of them because he oh, just looks definitely. immense. He looks immense. And there's a comment which I have to just talk about. I think Andy sent in. Uh, Djokovic saying, uh, Andy saying Djokovic the most complete player ever. And it would be hard to agree that he's not been. No,
1: nah, mate. I totally agree with everything you're saying there. And it's a sort of, everybody's going to have to sort of fall into place a little bit and start giving him his dude. Novak Djokovic, He's had his naysayers throughout all of his career. There's a lot of people, they might not like him, but you have to respect this man never, never gives up. In any match he plays, this is testament to the guy. You saw him over the course of this year. He's turned around matches countless times again. You think he's down and out. He's never out. He literally turns a match on its head. And it takes one game. It's Just as you saw in that final, once more, one game, 12 minutes long, five break points, and it was there. Boom, the turning point in the whole match. And uh, after that, whole match changed. His Mm. whole mental side went up. His opponents goes down. You've seen it time and time again. The mental giant of the sport. It's just crazy. How many more times are we going to see it happen until people start actually saying... Oh, but it's not a fluke. It's a fluke. It's not a fluke. He's that's just the thing there. is, though, Ben,
0: I don't think people are saying that. There's not many people who... I don't think anyone really doubts him too much now. It, the the main criticism has been for his behaviour off-court and the way he acts as a human being. But then you look at some of the great things he does for charities which he does for the sport, even small little tokens of the guy who was sort of coaching him through the final, as per se, just sort of giving him little tips and supporting Djokovic. He gave his racket afterwards. There's little tokens, which uh, maybe aren't always put forward in the media. And I just think that what he's doing for tennis and what he has been doing is just, you've got to respect it. Like it's mad. It is, I don't know how to explain it, man. It's mad. What I've seen this role on Gareth has sort of blown my mind. Djokovic yeah. has hit another gear. We started the week talking about who's going to be the big... Who's can, who can stop <laughs> Rafael Nadal? Yeah, exactly. Who's the person who can stop it? Is Sittapas going to be the biggest threat? Oh, we're not sure who's going to be. Ultimately, it's Djokovic. He's the man. We did another, one, another podcast about, oh, is it bad that Djokovic is playing an event a few days before playing <laughs> Roland Garros? Exactly. Did it yeah. look bad to you? He played five <laughs> sets against Massetti. He played five sets against... um. Sit a pass and yeah. both of them. He's down two sets to love, and he finds a way. He finds a way. He wasn't doing medical timeout, so people can't really jump on that token anymore. Yeah, he just was just too good. Yeah. Simply too good. And as much as I, me, a big Rafa fan, would love to say, "Oh, I'm not sure. I think he he was cheating this, or he was faking a this, or something wasn't quite right, or the conditions, or they closed the yeah, roof, yeah. or the crowd, or." Oh, his new racket, or his mum gave him a bigger breakfast that morning. You can't find anything. There's nothing you can look at and say. Oh, you know what? That's the reason he did sick. He just did it because he's he's better than most players. And I thought as much as people then will then jump on Rafa and be like, oh, he's not. He's losing it. He's lacking. Mm. He's this? I don't want to give that to him either. I thought Rafa was immense.
1: Yeah, the he level was.
0: the level Rafa produced in that match against Djokovic. At the end of the day, crazy. it made the sport look different. It wasn't even like they was playing tennis. You see all the pros come out and say, what the yep. hell are these two playing? It's another level. Yep. You've got to just respect it. Sportsman. You've just got
1: to. <laughs> yeah, he was one of the biggest ones, wasn't he? It's like, what, what is this sport these two are playing? I'm not even and, in this. And that's why you sport. can't
0: be harsh on Rafa at all. You can't look at him and I see people saying, oh, is he finished now? He's lost at Roland Garros. That's the place he never no. loses at. The level he produced to play that match against Djokovic was, it was ridiculous. <laughs> I know. He's, it was. Rafa is as good as ever, and I know yeah. he's had a few issues with his serves and stuff, but he amended it a lot. I thought the yeah. way he started against Djokovic shows the level he can produce. Yeah. Maybe he'd come out and I think he criticised the conditions; didn't really suit him, the heavier mm-hmm. balls and the, and the thing. It, it it wasn't make. He said he wasn't making excuses. He felt Djokovic was the better player, and he was yeah. quite reasonable about that. But ultimately, these two players are special. We have to treasure yeah. them. We have to treasure them. We have to admire what they're doing for the sport because they ultimately, they make tennis a better place for everyone. And that's just the next gen, the fans and everyone involved in tennis. The people uh, creating the events, organisers, the whole lot, because it is beautiful. What I've seen this tournament was epic. I loved it. I loved every minute of it.
1: Mate, and uh, even though...
0: I'm sad Rafa didn't win, but I loved it.
1: I I mean, it's one of those things though, isn't it, mate? At the end of the day... It's one of those tournaments where tennis completely won. I know Djokovic won the tournament, but we got to see some of the most epic tennis I think we've ever seen on tennis courts. And we were building up to this tournament saying, do you see Rome? Oh my God, that was incredible. This went up another level. I don't know how they keep doing it. It keeps going up. Is there there another one to go to? But I think Djokovic, credit to him, because remember what happened to him uh, it wasn't even a year ago, six months ago. He it was pretty much embarrassed in the final. He got bageled. He got straight yeah. set lost to Rafa. He got and humiliated.
0: To... And it yeah. was going that same way. It was it going was. the same way. Rafa had him on the ropes and he found another gear, which he wasn't able to find the year after. Exactly. And you'd have to think, say if Rafa was able to close that first out and, and t- take a bagel, would it have been the same story as last year?
1: Well, we never know. maybe. We'll never maybe, know. Maybe. You don't, you, we, we won't ever know. And that's the thing everybody's starting to wake up and they're starting to realize because if you actually look and I've been seeing so many statistics as you do after every single Grand Slam, you see all these stats start coming out. I know that you sent that really cool graph. I haven't actually been able to uh, find it. I was trying to have a look through some of the save picks, but there was one statistic which sort of came, uh, came out that one of my other friends sent me and it was just like somebody else had posted it. It said since 2011, Djokovic has won 18 Grand Slams, 31 Masters, four ATP finals, and spent 324 weeks at number one. Meanwhile, yeah. Nadal and Federer combined have won 15 Grand Slams, 28 Masters, one ATP final, and only spent 132 weeks at number one. If this isn't a sign that this guy is dominant, they're saying this isn't the era of the big three. This is the Novak Djokovic dynasty. I mean, it sort of is, it's hard. Those numbers are hard to argue with. This guy has sort of taken the sport by storm in the last 10 years and he doesn't look like he's stopping and he's come out publicly and he said, I've got my eyes on the golden slam, the calendar year golden slam. There's not, there's only one other player in history that has ever done it and no one on the men's side and it's Steffi Graf and we all know what a legend that she is of the game, no man has ever completed this. And wouldn't it be fitting that Novak Djokovic be the first man to do it? Because 2021, he could get to 21 grand slams and he could complete the golden slam if he wins that gold medal in Tokyo as well. Which would have to probably look
0: at as arguably one of the greatest achievements in tennis. The Um... greatest, probably. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts. It hurts saying it. I wanted it. To, I wanted Rafa to do it. I wanted something like that. But it looks like Djokovic right now. You've got Wimbledon coming up, um, and let's be realistic. He's going to be a heavy favorite for Wimbledon. Obviously, oh, the yeah, last massive. person to have won the tournament. You see, Federer he was in the final when they played, whenever it was, what two years ago. Yeah. Um, and Federer, we saw him today in Halle. It's not the same man, is he? He's not no. the same man on the grass. You'd think Djokovic would just wipe the floor of him these days, if I'm honest. As much as it hurts me to say, I love Federer, but I'm just being realistic. Yeah, I mean, um, Who else is going to really trouble him on the grass? It's, it could, it, a big server could just hit top form and really sort of be a bit of a bogey player for him, like a John Isner or something. But Djokovic returns so well. It is just so hard. It is just so hard to look on the tour and think, who can beat this man? He's just unbeatable. There's a lot of hope for me thinking, could Rafa do something special? And I will be cheering him on the whole whole way. And there's part of me, which as a fan, everyone knows you've got respected clubs or players you love. You have that sort of fan element inside of you. You think, why not? So I will be cheering on Rafa at Wimbledon. And I think, why not? Why can't he win it? And create a big upset and, and do something special? Because I think it is possible. But ultimately, if you look at the actual statistics and on paper, Djokovic right now has the sort of a lifetime to win a Golden Slam because you look at Wimbledon, big favourite. US Open, I think he's a big favourite yet again, to be honest. I think think it's probably closer than Wimbledon, but he's still a big favourite. And then the Olympics... I feel like anything can really happen. It's a bit yeah. of... Um, that I've one's seen some the harder the, one. I've seen some people on the chat saying the conditions are really going to suit Djokovic. I don't know too much <laughs> about the conditions. <laughs> uh, people have already been looking. Djokovic fans probably looking way ahead than what I yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But potentially, he's got a chance. The only one thing I would say is his country maybe do let him down slightly. I'm unsure how the whole Olympic thing works. I can't remember. Sing-
1: I think it's a singles, mate. It's just like a singles knockout tournament. So oh, just a single, no
0: doubles or anything.
1: Nah, well, yeah, you can do doubles as well, but yeah, he'll just be going for the singles. Oh, the singles, of course. Golden yeah, slam. that's how yeah, it works, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah so, so
0: he's got. Oh yeah, of course. Because I remember Del Potro didn't he played Murray that time? Was that the Olympics?
1: Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. And obviously Federer lost to Murray in the final in London in the Olympics. Yeah, because Murray's got a gold medal, doesn't he? he beat Fe- yeah. it was Federer's in the final. Yeah, but that was just about a month after he lost in straights. I think it was straight sets to him in the other in the Wimbledon final. Yeah, there you go.
0: Vinny said it's just singles. So if you're looking at it as just the singles perspective, he's the best player in the world right now, the world number 1. He's got a massive chance in 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 that as well. The thing is, in tennis and in sport in general, they can not the favorites don't always win. We know that. And there could be a surprise package. There's always an Aslan Karatsev waiting around the corner. (laughs) That's the sort of way I look at it. So anything is possible. And I'll be cheering on Rafa. Because why can't Rafa ruin this dream for Djokovic right now and do something special himself?
1: What an icon
0: he would be. Because he's just lost now. The biggest chance of winning the Grand Slam for him this this season in the calendar. The Roland Garros is the one... Yeah, exactly. And that's the one he has sort of cemented on every year as that's his, that's his bread and butter. He wins that one every year. He's now lost that to his biggest rival and the guy who's approaching on him. Do you know what I would love to see better than anything? Rafa go win Wimbledon. Go take it to Djokovic at Wimbledon and beat him there. And how exciting will that be then? That's what I'm cheering for, but then the realistic the realism inside of me and the honesty has to come out. And Djokovic is a big favorite. I don't know how anyone stops him. The form he's been in, he's just been too good. Yeah,
1: mate. I mean, the, obviously the last time that they met, I believe it was, wasn't it Wimbledon semi-finals when they met in, wasn't that in 2019 yep. as well? Wasn't it five yep. sets as well? I yep. think they went to. So it was close. It's That's still I'm possible. They can still run each other close. It's just always when it's five sets. I think he's going to
0: have a lot. He's going to have a big point to prove, mate. I don't know what, you know what Rafa's like in general as a a human being and and as his character. He's just lost at Roland Garros to Djokovic. Yeah. You don't think he's going to want some revenge at Wimbledon?
1: Yes, he is. If he
0: plays, I know there's some talk saying he might not be playing and but I, don't, I think he's going to play personally until we, we yeah. until we know otherwise. We're going to assume he's playing, and if he does, I think he's going to he's going to go out on a big win, mate. And he's going to be hungrier than ever to win that one, hungrier this, than ever.
1: Well, mate, this is one I was actually just about to say it, but Vinny's just popped it in there, so we give Vinny a shout out as well. Uh, Nadal hasn't won a set versus Djokovic on hard court since yeah. 2013. I mean, that one's a huge stat. So he's obviously got the advantage at the U.S. Open and the Australian Open. But grass, like you said, they last time they played it was very, very close. Obviously, when you go to five sets, Djokovic always seems to have the advantage, though. But mm. he's got the gas tank. He's got his body doesn't give up on him like these cool. other guys. The greatest ever player
0: to play over five sets, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think his record sure.
0: speaks for itself. Like you've seen it now, the last decade over yep. five sets, Novak Djokovic, he feels indestructible. And the Grand Slam setup and the endurance test as a human being and as a, as a physical athlete, not a tennis yeah. player, just as an athlete. There's oh. not many people who stay in with him as an athlete. His
1: body doesn't give up on him. It's his body. He might have the odd twins. He might. Is he tired? Odd...
0: Is he tired after playing Rafael Nadal for however many hours in the day before I think so. he played an hour and a half set, the highest level of tennis I've potentially yeah. ever seen in that set, and then he's playing the, the next day. It's just not normal, mate. In the final what? of a Grand Slam, he's two sets to love down against probably the best player we've seen on clay this year. Probably better yeah. than Rafa Sittapas has been. He's been awesome. He was leading the race to Turin. That's gone. Djokovic has leading that. And there's a question. That I don't want to answer all these tough questions people are asking me because I know everyone's always getting on to me about Novak and stuff. So I want to answer it as it is and just say my opinion. You've got Kim saying, why is JG not supporting Novak to win the Golden Slam? Don't get me wrong, if he wins it, I'll be over the moon for him and I'll be ecstatic to see a sportsman achieve something so great in tennis because I think you've got to put your rivalries aside and just admire greatness, like every sport. Yeah. I love greatness, even if it's like yeah. boxing, the person I don't want to see win, and who's just who's just done some special. You've to, exactly, you've got to admire it. Golf, every sport is always the same. And if he is to do that, I would 100% support him along that way. But it doesn't mean I'm not going to be supporting Rafa in trying to upset that because I'd love to see Rafa win some stuff. Oh, I would mate. love to see him. There. I'd love to see him be the guy who takes the overall slam race. Um, well, yeah, I'm just mate. a fan of the guy and that's just the way it is. I can't change that. It's just, it's just how it is.
1: Hey, well I said, I've before, got to be true to myself. When we did the French open, uh, Roland Garros preview show, I said, I'm always in favor of history records being set. And right now, uh, I I was favouring Rafa because I thought this was what it's going to be it's going to be a record setting Roland Garros he's going to get to 21 it's going to be fanfares but now the records could be set by Djokovic and if he takes 21 grand slams this year I'm going to be I'm going to be cheering him on mate I he's think he's rewritten I want... history mate I've done I, these I last years he's
0: rewritten the history book I it's want mad. to see
1: I want to see in my lifetime someone with uh, someone win the, the calendar year Golden Slam. And if it happens to be Novak Djokovic, I want to be here to witness that greatness because it might not ever happen again. And we could witness it this year. So I, I'm always on the side of greatness and I'm always on the side of history and records. Because yeah. I think I you probably be... are
0: more so. You love yeah. the whole fact of records. You're not really as it. trivial to me as me with one player. You don't no. have that one... You're not as focused on one player. You love the sport in general. Not that I don't. I We, we are quite similar. I think that's why the podcast works. Because we love tennis and we love all players and we love them achieving great things. The only big difference between us two is that I have the more affiliation to Rafa and you don't have yeah. that.
1: No, I mean, my affiliation before he obviously had all his injuries was to Andy Murray. I'm more like I will follow yeah. the countryman, and it's a bit like World Cup style. Yeah, football exactly. Yeah. Style. I'm like that with tennis. Obviously, Murray was Scottish, but still he was British. So we sort of, he uh, was our best hope and he was amazing. I used to get so down in the dumps every time he used to lose a final. I used to watch it, get frustrated watching him throw away easy opportunities to win grand slams. But when he won one, I was ecstatic. It was great. When he won three, even more, two Wimbledons, fantastic. Now we don't have that. I'm, I would love to see him come back. Don't get me wrong. I don't know if it's realistic, though. So now I'm just a massive fan of amazing tennis because there's no one else in Britain to really get one. Jack Draper, he's showing us some uh, little things. Beat Yannick Sinner, mate. Yeah, well, and beat Bublik. It's
0: incredible. Let's talk about Jack Draper at the end. I know we're going to talk yeah, about yeah, Wimbledon. And there's a lot of people asking about the stuff what's happening at the moment at Halle and uh, Queens. We'll be going through that later on in the podcast. But let's sure. just focus on the question of the Golden Slam. And what I wanted to do with you, Ben, now is actually just sort of look at some of the... um, Well, maybe we'll start with this. This is a good idea. Cheers for putting this up. No worries. So this is all the years um, we've had since, what, 2001, is it?
1: 2002. 2002. Yeah.
0: And you can see there the slam race between the big three and how Federer, he's in the red, you've got Rafa in the yellow, Djokovic in the blue, and just how things all started off. Federer started off so... Well, rapidly at the start of the century, well, you see, um, yeah. and then he's just being slowly clawed black by Rafa <laughs> and Djokovic.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, you see, it's very even the way that they uh, all earn their slams. Though it's sort of a nice trajectory where they're all sort of just winning a yeah. lot at one time. There's that one spell for Federer, obviously, when Djokovic and Rafa came along, and it was between 2000 and uh, was that 12 and 2016. He didn't win anything, yep. so. And that's credit to to these guys for coming along and uh, sort of taking the the world by storm. So I I just think it's crazy now that Djokovic, you see where he started and where where he is now. It's just incredible. Yeah. He's right there. The one thing I would
0: say about Djokovic's line is look how it's always rising. It doesn't really sit still very much at
1: all. This one in here, 12 and 12, isn't it? Yeah.
0: That one. That's it. It's just always on the move. And Djokovic is slowly getting there. And I think ultimately, it's going to be huge. Who's going to be the person who can lead and end with the highest grand slams? I think Djokovic, after winning that one in Roland Garros, is in a really good position to get so. But oh, then anything's sure. possible. And I'm going to be cheering on the Dow until it's physically impossible. Until, I'm he, st- until he retires, I'll be cheering him on to do it.
1: I'm still sticking with what I said. I know we had our video. Uh, I think it was... When do we have it? After Australian Open with John Silk as well. He joined us. Make sure you go check that one out. Uh, I'll put uh, as an end screen or something, but go and just type in Djokovic. Can anyone stop him being the GOAT? I think is what it's called. Go check out that one where I said, I believe he will win 25 Grand Slams before he retires. And I think that's realistic because he is now proven on clay. He can do it as well. well. We knew he could do it but now he's proven he can beat Rafa on clay, which is probably mm. that is the main mental stumbling block for him out of everything. Yeah. We know he can win Wimbledon. We definitely know he can win the Australian open multiple every year nearly, mm. but the U S open similar to the Australian open. So you think he's only got three of them, I believe. So he'd be looking to probably add a couple or more only of those. Three. Well, he could have four by the end of the year. So, and he could have a sixth Wimbledon as well, but, I just think it's possible. I said Mate, it, I'm gonna i going to stick
0: it. with what I said as well. You say Rafa, you say uh, Djokovic is going to be the guy who ends on top. I'm going to say Rafa on I still believe that. I think Federer is going to get left behind. Who did John go for? I
1: think um, John went. I think he I went think Djokovic he, as well. Djokovic. I think he said one between all of them though, didn't he? He said Djokovic just one ahead of Rafa in second, yeah. and one ahead of. I think the thing he thought Federer was going to win anymore. I think he said 22-21-20 was his final. Yeah, one.
0: I'm sticking with Rafa because I believe. I don't think it's um the mathematical choice. If you look at the bookmakers, I'm sure they would give you best odds on uh, uh Djokovic. He'd be the favorite to do it now after being Ronald really? Garros and he looks indestructible. And I will admire him and I'd love to, I love watching him as well because he's, he's immense.
1: Well, odds, um, mate. Uh, look at the odds for him to win Wimbledon and the US Open, you can only get 4 to 1, which wow. is madness for him to win both. which is such a difficult you've got to go through four like a month of tennis there it's not just as simple as winning. it's not just as simple as oh he's just got to win a couple of games he's got to win two full hard four weeks of grand slams and hope he doesn't get injured hope he doesn't get defaulted hope he doesn't have any other problems in four weeks of tennis and that's only four to one so it's crazy and to win the golden slam he is ten to one which is still crazy as well, because he's got to win the Olympics on top of that. So, mate, I think it's just, I think it's, well, it's credit to him. The fact that yeah. the bookies have gotten that shorter odds to, yeah. to win all of that.
0: I think the best way to sort of sum up this Golden Slam debate, before we talk about some and stuff and the bracket winners, is just I want to ask you, Ben, we have Wimbledon coming up. Obviously, we know you've got, we're going to do predictions. We're going to go that to the, we're going to go to the well with and We're going to do well oh, as yeah. hard as ever, like we did Roland Garros and this is the place to be for all Wimbledon content. So make sure you you, uh, subscribe to the channel if you want to be updated with it all, and hit the like button on this one too. It really helps us out. But what I want to ask you is, who is now the biggest threat to Djokovic at Wimbledon?
1: Yeah, well, after seeing today... uh, I want one
0: name from you, though. You can have a little summary, but I want you to end with one person who you think is going to be the biggest threat to Djokovic at Wimbledon.
1: Tsitsipas. On grass? I haven't seen it, but after seeing what he's done this year and everything that he's been building up to, I think he has all the game. I think he can do it. I think he can put it together.
0: For, for me, it's between two players. And one is obvious. He's going to be Rafa, Rafa Nadal. I yeah. think he's going to have a big point to prove. But the other one, which most people probably say as well, is Medvedev. I think Medvedev, mm-hmm. this surface, suits him down to the t. Mm-hmm. I think he can be a phenomenal grass quarter. I think, I think he's can. got all the makings of it. And it's, for me, it's going, to be, it's going to take him one season. I don't know when it's going to happen, whether it's this year or next year or the year after. He's going to have a brilliant Wimbledon. And then from then onwards, he's going to be the person to beat at Wimbledon. Right up there with a Djokovic, troubling him a little bit. I don't think, at the end of the day, Djokovic is just another level, Nadal, another level. If them two perform like they did the other week yeah. in that match, not many people can get close anyway. But this is just hearsay. And I think Medvedev could be one of the biggest threats to him at Wimbledon.
1: Well so yeah. so moving
0: on to the, the Olympics, we'll do the same for that. We'll go through all of them and just say who you think the biggest threat yeah. for each one.
1: Go on then. Yeah, yeah. So Olympics, uh what surface is it being played on first? That's what that would really help me make a decision. I'm guessing it's hardcore if it's over in uh Tokyo. But I can't remember there ever being a grass court tournament over there. <laughs> yeah, That saying, yeah, yeah it's, it's hard court, mate. <laughs> yeah, I mean, most of the tournaments are. I'm just over having there. a look.
0: It is going to be on the Ariake
1: Tennis Park. Okay, if that means anything to you? Not at all. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> I think well, it just depends who's entering the Olympics as well. That's another a key factor because well, Djokovic
0: can't... now 100 percent will be playing. You, you've oh, got to think he's going to not sure. want to live up. He's not going to want to let this opportunity. You don't go. care if
1: there's fans there now. No, there's, I don't think the fans thing history. originally
0: people just joining us. His big thing was he doesn't really want to go to the Olympics if there's no fans. I think now yeah, that's yeah. going to be out the window sorely. There's too much at yeah. stake to miss it. And it will yeah. be played 100% on hard courts. And uh, as I said, the stadium is or the court. Did you hear what I said? It Ariaki. was the Ariaki Tennis Park.
1: Yeah, no worries. Well, it just depends who you've got entering. Is Zverev going to be there? Or like Medvedev for Russia? He he could potentially cause him problems if it's hard-court. I think they're the only real people. Maybe Dominic Team if he decides to go, if he turns up. We don't know which Dominic Team's playing at the moment. It's just a, a very, very lacklustre, burnt-out Dominic Team right now. So I'm not putting any money on any bets on Dominic Team at this moment in time. He's got a lot to prove at the moment. So I'd say Medvedev is your safest bet, though. Someone like that.
0: Yeah, I understand. I think I'm actually going for something completely different. Completely different. It's going to surprise a lot of people. This is more of a prediction rather than who I think is going to trouble him the most. I think it's pretty obvious. And maybe it was a silly question because it's always going to be this usual suspect. I think actually on this sort of situation, I think Zverev was somebody who troubles him the most. Um, But I think this is my sneaky one. I think Berrettini could do very well. Reason being, representing Italy, I think he's someone who's very patriotic. And the Italians, they always do very well for their countries. And it's been been great, mate. You see him playing right now. I think they're winning in the Euros. Um, And I think Berrettini could cause a little bit of a surprise at the Olympics. So remember this one here, this podcast. I've called it now. That's my prediction. He'll probably (laughs) not go. (laughs) He won't fancy (laughs) it. He won't even turn up. But if he does, I'm just going for it. Just as maybe a bit I, of a win.
1: Maybe Murray gets another one for GB, gets another gold. Who yeah. knows?
0: And let us know I mean, in the chat, guys, who do you think has a little uh, sneaky chance of winning the Olympics for the men's? I'll read a few out if we get some uh, picks in.
1: El Pocho, is he going to make it back there? Who knows? Schwarzman, maybe? <laughs> Don't for Argentina. Know. Yeah, the Argentinians
0: mate. will be supporting. You know they love, the, they love the best fans.
1: Yeah, for sure. They always got some crazy fans there. But... There'll be some other players. It's a good one for young players, the Olympics as well, to try and like Davidovich for Kina. He'll probably be trying to look to get have a look in right. there at the Olympics.
0: We've got a Bumba going for Zverev, uh, Oliver going Djokovic. Doesn't see him losing. Uh, Sumner's going for Sinner. It's an interesting one.
1: Oh, right. I thought they are. who can beat Djokovic.
0: No, it's just this is just <laughs> okay, more of a prediction thing. This <laughs> is, right. it, it was who can beat Djokovic, but this is just a <laughs> prediction now of who they think could win. The obviously we'll do a lot more content nearer the time. Um, but we've got Michael there going with Felix he's the man of the moment just beating Federer we'll be talking about that one in a minute maybe we'll go on to that soon actually I think think we've done this whole Golden Slam thing oh no we do the final one the US Open yeah yeah
1: US Open well reigning champions Dominic Team at the moment so it's up for debate really who can take this off of him I think the, you're gonna have this usual suspects. They're all gonna be up there. I wouldn't even be surprised if you throw Karatsev's name in there if he starts playing well on the yeah. hardcore game. Medvedev, Yazverev, you your big hitters, really, your big Maybe servers. Maybe Rublev.
0: Rublev could come Rublev, alive in the yeah, season. Well.
1: Yeah, even someone like Felix, if he manages to put it together. But yeah, I oh
0: can't... no, I think you and Michael have been uh, smoking too much of that puffy puffy or something. <laughs> because
1: <laughs> I'm well. We saw what happened to him against Chilich. So obviously, if he gets to the final, he's never going to win a set. Still, which is a sad thing to see. I hope he can finally break Wait, the to win draft. the whole
0: thing, mate. He's going to have to win the final. So that's for yeah. me. Felix has a lot a long Medvedev, way. Medvedev, I, I, I hate to disappoint say. you guys.
1: Rafa's always up there. Medvedev, Zverev. City Bass, he always has a chance as well, but Medvedev will be your, sort of your favourite on, on the hard. I'd be interested to see how Rublev gets on. I know yeah. that we gave a prediction sort of two years down the line. We might see him doing a bit better. I think,
0: I think what's uh, Rublev? He could do maybe something special, end of the season, US Open. I hope so.
1: Yeah.
0: He was only quite unlucky, wasn't he, last year? Medvedev he drew and he got, well, yeah, he well, got well, smashed by him in straight sets. But same it was quite old close. story. Those close sets, I, th- I think the first two were close anyway.
1: Yeah, man. Well, it's just it's just a, a fine margins when you're playing against someone like him. You get to a tie break. If you don't make it, that's it. We're all done. So, anyway, mate, I think we've done this uh, till the till the cows come home. Uh, I know that all, most of you guys are probably thinking, God, God, Ben, you were saying if Rafa won, you were going to do a Rafa song for uh, Rafa on the Dow." Djokovic has won now. What are you going to do for him? Well. I'm not going to disappoint you guys. I did. I've been. This is why we've taken a few more ooh, days just ooh. to uh, just to get uh, just to get this podcast out. I've been working pretty hard to try and produce something for you guys. Just a little. Uh, I don't know. Just something like a memory, a little melody. <laughs> yeah, a little melody for Djokovic and the fact that he won his nineteenth Grand Slam and uh, what there could be in store and we've got Dylan there saying yay I think he's already heard it he's one of my music uh musical maestro friends so I've been yeah before we play now. it though
0: guys make sure you hit the like button subscribe to the channel if you're new and I'll leave it over to you Ben
1: yeah mate uh yeah it will be released straight after this I'll put out a separate video so please jump on share it and like so here we go guys uh, hopefully it all goes uh to plan this button press <laughs> What's it gonna take to make everybody recognize? We got the evidence, I'm better than the other guys. Still the one everybody wants to criticize. Got 21 and they finally gonna go realize. Gonna realize. 21 and they finally gonna go and realize. Got 21 and they're gonna go and realize. And I say, you, you got something to prove. And I say, You. I'm gonna show you, fool. And I say, You. To prove. I'm, show you. I'm 19 and counting Here I am, the metal giant of the sport You know I'm never beaten. it's a skill that can't be taught I'm fighting every day, doing battle on my court I set so many records, but I still don't get support Huh, I'll weather the storm Grand slam, that's when I perform Cream rise to the top, that's where I belong 324 weeks, going strong Battered, got something to prove. I'm gonna show you fool I say you got some show you boot. I'm 19 and counting, nineteen and counting, nineteen and counting, I'm nineteen and counting, I'm nineteen and counting. I am nineteen and counting, 19 and, countin', 19 and countin I'm 19 and counting Ooh I say you You got something to prove I say you
0: Too bad. Wait, what did he say? Not too, <laughs> not, not too bad. <laughs> hey, great, uh, work, man. I love it. Well done, Ben.
1: There Brilliant. you go. 19 and counting. Uh that'll be available on Spotify <laughs> in the next few days, but I'll release it after this one. But there you go. 19 and counting. Novak Djokovic. Uh well, a fitting song for a man who could potentially make it. 221 this year and will people start taking him seriously and stop criticizing him once he gets there we will see But uh, mate that, that's uh that's the song but we well, move I was just thinking
0: th- mate the whole way through the song i was thinking he's gonna have to make 20 and count in See, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so maybe I 21. Just change
1: the lyric i'll just change it <laughs> maybe i'll just change it up a little bit but that's it mate um uh, on the next section of the pod, obviously. Uh Well, not to much. Well, just before linger. we do
0: that, mate, we've got some people saying they love the song. Like Ethan saying, oh. fantastic job, Ben. Well Cheers. done to you. Dylan saying it's epic. We've got Mirjan saying a nice little compilation. Uh, some are saying it's a goated song.
1: <laughs> Ooh, nice. <laughs> no, I appreciate your that, support, guys. guys. It's all Ben. Yeah, that's it. GTL, we're always trying to bring you. I noticed there's some people saying uh, Coffee Break, he does a few as well. I really uh, like some of the stuff that he does. He does some great stuff over there. A lot of people have been asking for a collab as well. So have to see. Maybe in the future there'll be a collab. Us and Coffee Break will get together and uh, try and, uh, well, conjure something up together. Who knows? It could be, you get great minds together. You get even better stuff, but... Yeah, I'll have to go and check his one out, see what that's like. But anyway, we will move on to the next section of the pod, which uh, were we going to talk about the bracket league winners? Yep. Or, yeah, we're going to go mm-hmm. on to that next because obviously we had two where the women's and the men's section ended. Well, obviously, we knew the women's before the end of it, didn't we? Yep. And uh, the men's, we'll have to find out right now who won. Because it was decided by how many aces and how long the final matchup was in Roland Garros uh, in the final, so I'm excited to see who actually uh, finally won it. It was between Debanga. Uh, well done to to him and Vims twenty five. So Ooh. let me just bring it up on the screen so you guys can. Uh,
0: Are they both have... in the chat now? I feel like I've seen Debanga.
1: I might De have Banga's seen well if you've seen them both uh yeah give us a shout out in the chat if you are there guys great to to hear from you both so yeah let me just bring this down so you guys can see there we go at the so top. they're joint
0: number one they're both well we had DeBangle with more correct picks but vims um managed to. he must have got some of the latter rounds
1: yeah so what sure. we can
0: have a look at is the have you looked at the aces and stuff or not
1: I haven't yet, mate. I haven't had a chance to look it. Let's do it on the
0: podcast. We're going to have one winner only. We can't give it to both of you. So one of you will win the prize for the men's Roland Garros. And I want to say while we're doing this, guys, if you want to enter these brackets, they're completely free. We do it for every tournament on the women's and men's tour throughout the year. So just check the link in the description. It's the Tennis Bracket League. Uh, The league's game to love. And you put your email address in, you can enter all the ones we do. We do little draw previews as well. So good
1: luck. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, it's exciting. We've got Wimbledon just around the corner. More prizes being given out for those as well. Marie TL, she won the women's. Make sure to message us in Discord or on Instagram, Twitter. We'll get a prize sent out to you. And we're going to find out now who won the men's. So we got a level pegging. in. I think it's the first time ever in a slam that we've had a level pegging. in. So let's just go down to the bottom to have a look. Uh, what the uh, the final thing. So we had 14 aces by the winner of the tournament. Okay, and, and the other one two, was? And it's 200. only the first one you need to look up. Oh, is it? Oh, that's the tiebreaker one. So that's right. t- right. we
0: only go to the second one if we need to. So the, that's the 14 ah, okay. aces. Gotcha. The second one is?
1: Well, here we go, mate. 14 or... Oh, where's it gone? 10. 14 so what, or 10. Who was the... The winner was obviously Novak Djokovic. How many aces did he get? In that final, JG, that's the question. I can Do you bring have that, it up. or are
0: you ask me. I,
1: I can bring it up quickly, mate. I've just got it. Uh, I, just I got think it the quickly. fourteen
0: is going to win surely. Such a long match, it's
1: right in between. It's like a bit. It's twelve, and then we'll have to go to the other one. Uh, <laughs> right, so oh aces.
0: There was only five. Five. pass hit fourteen aces in that yeah. final. Djokovic only hit five aces. Big surprise wow. for me. So you can confirm the winner is. Uh, Vim, i Vim's. Oh, Vims? Vims 25.
1: Vim's. Well done, Vims.
0: Well done to Vims. If you're watching this, uh, hit us up on the Discord and we'll arrange your prize to be shipped out. And on the women's, we have I believe we already know this one, it's Marie TL. Yes, so we'll just show the name and the, and the standings so we know oh, we're not nice. making okay, it up. Down.
1: Indeed. So there, there you go, there you go. Marie Marie TL,
0: 145 points, 80 correct picks, 63 correct. And Marie TL wins that one. So well done to you, Marie, as well. If you're listening, hit us up on the Discord. I think I've seen you in the Discord, actually. So just message us and we'll arrange for your prize.
1: Yeah. Well done, both of you. Both of you absolutely smashed it as well. Look, 80 correct picks. That's amazing. And yeah, that was really good. Vims as well. What was that? I think it was up there as well. I don't think it was uh, much less than that. I can't even remember what it was now. But anyway, I'm going to take all of those off. Both of you guys uh, get in contact with us over, well, Whenever you want to, whenever you want to receive your prize and we'll send it out to you. Uh, there's no time limit on that. So <laughs> it could be now or it could be next month. So up to you. But make sure you enter the Wimbledon one. That's coming up very, very soon. So uh, now we've done that. Uh, moving on. Do you need to go to the, do you say the sheets? We want to go to
0: now? Um, no, it's fine. We, to be fair, it was either the, I thought you were going to do the sheets there. But if you show it on the thing, it doesn't really matter. We do have a Google Sheets of all of the winners um, it looks like <laughs> the King Leon is going to win the top tipper for June, but we yes, will be giving a section for Michael. If you're there. listening, Michael, yeah, you'll be included in that. Um, we don't think anyone's going to catch him. We're being realistic, so we'll probably already give him the win. But Michael won 100%, no matter what. We understand you've got a lot of favourite players in June and we want to acknowledge you for your efforts this month. We really appreciate Definitely. all the top tips and stuff. Uh, so it's been awesome. Thanks a lot for that, Michael. And if anyone wants to get involved in the top tippers, we've got a new one starting in July. at the start of every month. Um, but you can still try and make it on the top five for this one. I think it's not about, um out of your reach at all. So good no. luck to anyone who wants to try
1: it. Indeed, yeah, we appreciate everybody who is tipping into the channel and just uh, just makes the, the well just makes the channel grow a lot quicker. We can just afford to invest in some other little bits and pieces to make a better experience for you guys. As the world starts to get back to normal, we'll be bringing you even more and more stuff on the channel. So make sure you stay tuned. For that, I'm just going to share with you. We're going to go look through some of the results of some of the... like. Obviously, we've got Queens that's playing yep. at the moment. I'm just going to share that one first, and then we will go through Hala as well. Yeah, Because, obviously, and, there's been some big results.
0: And there's been a lot. So, we're not going to go through everything, guys. We're just going to pinpoint a few names who we sort of want to talk about on the podcast. And I know a lot of you want to talk about. First one there, Karatsev went out to Nori. I believe Ben called that in the bracket preview. So, well done to Ben. Disappointed for Karatsev. He's not started the grass court season too well. Um, Maybe he's not a good grass quarter, Karatsev. Let's find out. Um, I think he can still turn it around.
1: Two (laughs) games in five years. I think we can forgive him. Anyway, uh, Jack Draper, the standout player. He beat Yannick Sinner in the first round. And now he's beaten uh, Bublik in the next round. Two really good players. And Draper just outside the top 300 at the moment. But a Brit loves it on the grass well can't let's
0: talk done. about jack Draper because we had um the name's got what do we have on the podcast at the oh, beginning you're uh, talking about british tennis
1: wow oh, i can't remember what's got it's, it's escaped me <sighs> it's about terrible british... that we don't know <laughs> mate it's, it's hard so to bad
0: it is um it doesn't really oh matter. We had a, we did anyway. have a podcast recently with Dan Rodenberry. Oh, That's Rodenberry. Sorry. That's Apologies. Was, I Apologies. I just uh, thought of it at
1: the same time. as
0: we, we had him on the podcast at the start. And he's a big sort of advocate for British tennis. He's always been talking about certain names. For me, I've always... You can watch back the podcast. I always said the one to watch for me is Jack Draper. There's yep. no one more exciting on the Brit- British tour right now than him. I think he's got the overall game. Um, there's people saying he's a bit of a model as well. I think he does some modelling in his spare time. He's awesome. He's an awesome tennis player. The one thing I would say is the fact that I don't know if he handles the heat too well. We saw him, I think, against uh, uh, Kukushkin. Kukushkin. He uh, retired that time. US Open. He retired against Kukushkin. Couldn't handle it. He retired as as recently as well. But aside from that, when he's playing, he's class. He's just beat Yannick Sinner and Bublik. How good is that for Draper?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's incredible. I mean, you've just beaten two. Really good players. These aren't any uh any old players. I'm surprised he's actually played Bublik before as well, and at Queens before as well. I, I think it was in the qualification. Did uh, he lose last or, time? Or the, yeah, he lost in uh, well, not straight sets, but two sets to one. So, game a good match then as well. I think
0: Draper's so good, and that's Twelve Travel 21 saying, he's the master of the seven six seven six. Who's John Isner? We've got Jack yeah. Draper. Well,
1: he's six foot five. And uh, he definitely has a good serve and a definitely a good serve volley game as well. So mm. he is a dangerous person on grass courts and great for British tennis because we love a grass court player and we love a Wimbledon hopeful. So if he can just put it together and do well in the next round, I haven't even looked yet. Which well, Michael feel... said
0: he's British. Of course he can't handle the heat. That is the big issue with the British players.
1: Let's play Norrie next.
0: How's his endurance? endurance? Well, let's see how he does against Norrie. Could he do it?
1: Well, I think if he's just done these two players, I think it's possible. But Norrie, another person who's going to like it on the grass. Both people are going to be wanting to go to that Queen's final. I have Norrie in the final. So, I don't know. Maybe it was a good shout, that one, to be honest. But I think it was, mate. Draper could take him out. But Norrie's been having a good year. That was the main reason. So, I think Norrie uh well draper sorry i think draper he might give it take it to three there though and i think it could be a very close run affair probably played each other before i would have thought but not in any competitive match but they probably played each other i reckon at least practiced, definitely with each other oh they played each other once before sorry and they uh draper beat him in two tie breaks two love wow just like that mate the tiebreak king it would seem it was an exhibition but i'm sure he's got the uh, head-to-head mate so maybe draper's worth sticking a little sticking a little wedge on mate who knows anyway we'll move away from draper we'll move over to to halla just to have a look what's going on over there obviously the big news roger federer out to Felix oja Aliassim,
0: And it comes after the big news that he pulled out of Roland Garros, Use it as a ooh, bit of a training session ooh. or a practice session. Um, Everyone was, well, I think the majority of people were really against it. There was some people saying he's just sort of doing it for his body, and I can understand both sides of it. Yeah. Ultimately, I don't think it's a good look to be doing it in a Grand Slam. I think it's a bit disrespectful to Roland Garros, and I've had my say on that. If he is now to go and win Wimbledon, everyone's going to forget about that, and he's going to be an icon regardless. He's always going to be, but then yeah. there's not many people can ever hate on him. If he goes and wins uh, Wimbledon, it didn't really matter we did at Roland Garros. But the way he started here, there's no certainty he's going to go and win Wimbledon, and yeah. I think it's not as likely as people are making out. I'm. Um, I think it's not as likely he makes the quarterfinals as people make out. I think he could have a torrid time, and he's already seen it at his event, which he never loses. Haller. He's the man to beat there usually, won it more than anyone. Uh, looks invincible when he plays there. Um, and he's just lost to Felix, someone who's struggling with form. Felix on grass, though. One thing I would say in Dangerous. Felix's defence, I think he's a, a quality player on grass. And I wow. wouldn't want to have play him early doors at Wimbledon, uh, especially with his seeding as well. I think he could be a really sort of a banana skin of a player to be yeah. facing. I remember watching him beat Kyrgios. I think it was at Queen's last year. Or no, not well, when it was on, two years ago. The last time I saw it. And he's dangerous, Felix. Really, really dangerous. So watch out for him, certainly. But Federer, not a good start to the the grass court season (laughs) for him. Gray is like the mixture of grass and clay.
1: Yeah, Um, well, there's part of me that thinks clay might have been a bit better for him. Uh, He's not getting any younger. And uh, the chance for the ball to bounce a little bit longer and higher for him might be better for him as this ball skipping off the surface and him with those old knees and trying to scamper around the grass courts might not be his game anymore we don't know or I, i just think if you've got knee problems and you're trying to get around the court quickly is this really the surface for you i don't know he seemed to be doing pretty well on roland garros to be honest i don't know why he pulled out yeah, I think he should have stayed.
0: Yeah, <laughs> He'd be better well. off there and missing this and just go straight into Wimbledon, I think. But he, awesome. he knows his body and it was his decision at the end of the day. Let's not rip too much into Federer now. I think we've done that enough, nah. me especially. Yeah. I've really gone in quite hard on him. So with the whole Felix thing, I think you can look at the fact that Felix is looking great and Federer's not really, to be fair. I think it's disappointed for him. I think his face said it all when he lost that one. Uh, yeah. I know you're getting the draw up here because I think we've got some quarter finals there. We've got at the top, what's it, Jaron Felix? Um, we've got, we don't know the next one, but Zverev, no. you'd expect maybe with Anisha could be a repeat of Ronald Garros. You've got Cole Schreiber playing very well. He's looking good. Yeah, Rubblev, I think Rublev could win this whole thing.
1: Yeah, I'm calling it now.
0: Um, especially looking at the bottom half with yeah. Harris, Laco, Basfili, Ryndenek. Rublev, you'd think would be a big favourite against any of them.
1: <laughs> Laco beating Pella, though. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, well, Ryan neck, though, mate. You never know. Not really had much experience on the grass, but it'd be interesting to see how he gets on against Basha's It's quite an yeah. interesting, interesting matchup that, but anyway, I digress. <laughs> Let's get rid of that. I think we've been whittering uh, wittering on for quite some time now, mate. Yep. Anyway.
0: Yeah, I think uh, we'll wrap it up there. We've done a big summary on the whole golden slam. What we think ultimately Let's hope tennis wins and we just see some spectacular more stuff because Roland Garros for me was a highlight of tennis for a long time. And I've been so thrilled to cover as much of it uh, on the podcast as possible. Apologies now as well for not making the, the full final. I did the first two hours. I was thinking in hindsight, the first two hours would be able to cover enough. It covered hardly anything. <laughs> um Should have known, but it was Too really, it was out of my control. I, if I could have stayed, I would love to. I did watch the match. I was just unable would cover it on the watch along. There's stuff happening in my personal life. Um, but regardless of that, let's see what the year has left in store. We've got plenty more tennis to be played. We've got Wimbledon coming up. We've got the conclusion of all these grass courts tournaments. And then we're going to be moving over to US Open and all the other exciting stuff, the Olympics as well. So make sure you hit the subscribe button. Stay at Game to Love. Michael, saying happy birthday as well to Venus Williams. Uh, she turned 41. Thanks for reminding us of that, Michael. The legend, which she is.
1: Well, yeah, she's got a wild card as well, hasn't she? Into Wimbledon, yep. I believe. So nice to see that. There's some, I saw the list of uh, British players that get given wild cards, and there's part of me that thinks, even though I want to see the Brits in there, there's probably some more worthy people out there than uh, some of these Brits being given wild cards. If I'm well, perfectly honest, one of the
0: Serendolos, maybe for the men's. I think people were sort of uh, sort of getting a bit angry about Alcaraz. Why is he still well, getting wild cards when yeah, you've got the Serendolos who actually won stuff? And they're not giving any wild cards. But that's no. another, a debate for another podcast. We've got a baster asking for Dosser of the Week in Game of Faces. We've got Dosser of the Week coming tomorrow, I believe. We're going to be doing another podcast tomorrow. Yeah, so yeah. make sure you join us for that. If not tomorrow, it'll be maybe Friday now. We'll have to see how it goes. Yeah. So stay tuned on the podcast and hit the subscribe button to find out when we go live. We're going to wrap it up there. Thanks for listening, guys. Sorry for ranting on too much, but hopefully you enjoyed it. Uh, and see you very soon. Take it easy, guys.
1: Podcast Network.